Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Dr. D's Dating Diaries. So you are going to hear a lot of anecdotal dating stories that are really hilarious. And I can't make this stuff up, honestly. But what I want to do with these stories is I want it to be a teaching point and a learning point on what we as women do and what men do and how we can actually work together and actually start dating harmoniously and not have these horrific dating stories come up again. So take the time to listen to this. Have a laugh because I swear to you, I cannot make these stories up. But I also want you to take home a learning point and realize that both men and women have to heal themselves first before they can actually be good partners to one another. Okay, ladies and gents, we've established that dating is hard in almost every city in the world. Dating in Vancouver is also quite extra because guys just stare at you and they will not approach you. If you smile at them, they just go in the opposite direction. And I know one of the dating uh, gurus basically told us that men actually need five nonverbal cues before they will come to us. So ladies, five nonverbal cues, meaning look at them, touch them, smile, beckon them over, wave at them before they actually have the courage to come to you. So that's just the usual thing. And don't get me wrong, guys. Um, Men, women sometimes are shy as well. They see you staring at them and then they feel shy. It's not like they're brushing you off. They just don't know how to actually smile at you and wave because they're also afraid of rejection. So it's a very vicious cycle. So I was basically coming home from work one day and my dog was nagging me. It was like 8.30 p.m. It was dark at night. I didn't want to go out, but he was nagging me. So I said, okay, fine. We went for a quick walk and then he wanted to go down to the seawall. So I looked at him. I felt bad and I went down to the seawall. And this was in the days when electric bikes weren't that popular. So I saw this guy whizzing past me. I noticed the bikes. I wasn't sure whether it was electric. I just knew it was different, right? And next thing I know, he does a complete 180 on his bike and he comes and he actually stops right by me. So now I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't have anything to protect myself. And I'm thinking, doggy, why did I actually decide to bring you down here? It's dark. He might attack me. I'm not sure what's happening here. But he actually asked me out. So that was so strange because that never happens in Vancouver. So me being true to myself, saying, well, this is a rarity, I said yes. And it was really nice. The guy actually knew where I was working. So he found a place really close to where I was. And he was actually coming all the way from Maple Ridge. And we sat, we had um, some drinks and we were chatting. The conversation went really well. So then he says, hey, let's just go for dinner. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And we were really chatting and getting along well. Now, he was not from Vancouver. If you guys didn't figure that out by the mere fact that he stopped, did a 180 on his bike and came and asked me out just like that, you will know now. He was from Montreal originally, but he'd based himself here. He had gotten divorced, I think, about 10 years ago. And here's where the story gets a little bit weird. He was living with a female friend of his, platonic, as he said, 
um, which is fine. That's not a problem. But he was living out in Maple Ridge. Um, and he was not working. And he'd lost all of his life savings or whatever through some story. So I'm listening to this and thinking, okay, this is this is not what I want. But more importantly, he asked me, because he looked really youngish. He looked maybe a couple years older than me. And so when he asked me how old did I think he was, I was like, I don't know, just based on what you're telling me and how old your kids are, I would say you're probably about 56, 57. But when he showed me his driver's license, he was actually 68 years old. So he was like, at that time, well over 25 years older than me. He was closer to my dad's age. My dad had just turned 75 at that time. And when he showed me that, I just clammed up because I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I can't date someone who's so much older than me. And that's just a me thing. I can't date somebody who's that much older, who's close to my dad's age. It's it's not my preference. And I don't, I'm not going to judge somebody else who wants to date somebody that old or much older than them or much younger than them. That's That's them. This is just not my preference. I don't feel comfortable with it. So the conversation died fairly quickly after that. And then he started saying little things. And this is where, like, you know, that generation of baby boomers starts getting a little bit suspect, where he was like, oh, my goodness, you know, you have such a nice figure. You you, 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 you basically, so basically he started objectifying me. I'm not going to go into details, but that made me feel extremely uncomfortable because now I'm looking at this man as someone who's almost my dad's age. And I'm like, ew, that is disgusting. I couldn't, I, I just... I just did not like it at all. It made me feel really creeped out. And then, of course, I ate my food. He's like, oh, you eat all your food. I'm like, what the hell? We went out. I'm going to eat my food. I've worked in the hospital from seven this morning and haven't eaten anything. So, of course, I'm going to eat my food. So, what's the problem? And, I mean, now I see what potentially could have happened there is that as an older man, he's trying to control. He's trying to make me feel bad. And that's what the older men do with the younger girls in terms of grooming them right now that's not going to work for me I've seen tons of stuff and also I'm not going to let anybody I I'm not young like people the young ones who are impressionable about all of that stuff so we he dropped me off at home he tried to kiss me and I was like nope I don't kiss on the first date thank you very much um and also, I wasn't really interested in him. I was like, I'm not going to be kissing someone old enough to be my father. This is just too much for me. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. And I admit that. that. That was a me problem. I could not handle that. And that's okay. If you can't handle it, if it's not your preference, that's also, that's perfectly okay. I'm not going to judge him if he wants to date younger women, but he shouldn't judge me if I don't want to date older men. That's That's all that I'm saying. And so... He texted me a little bit for the next couple of days. And then, of course, he told me, I think I was going, it was Thanksgiving weekend, I was heading up to Whistler. So he texted me on that Friday when I was driving. And he says, oh, you know what, I have to tell you, I got back with my girlfriend. So personally, for me, I was ecstatic. And I was still in my mean phase ladies, gents. So I basically told him, thank goodness, I w- I'm so thrilled for you because I, I, I don't want, I wouldn't want to be dating you. And that's how I left it. And he never said anything to me again. I mean, there was no need for him to even say he's going out. And that's the whole thing. 
we're not interested in one another. You didn't like the way that I made you feel. Why do you feel that you need to try and do something to make yourself feel better about it? It was the same with the guy who didn't like the fact that I drive a fancy car that makes up this whole long ass text about how he met that girl and slept with her again. I mean, first of all, I'm not the jealous type. Second of all, I wasn't interested in you. So if you're doing that, it's a relief for me. And that's exactly what I told this guy, Mr. Oldie, when he said that. I said, oh my goodness, I am so relieved. That was my actual text to him. And I never, he read it and he never responded, which is what I wanted. Because, you know, men seem to want to always try to deflate our ego when we've done it to them unintentionally. (coughs) Excuse me. So sometimes I might get a little catty if I'm in the right mood and I know how to say things so that they don't bother to come back to me again. There was no need for him to say that. There's no need. I mean, if if, if you want to be a true gentleman, you don't say something like that. You actually be honest and say, hey, you know what? I don't think this is going to work out and leave it at that. If you're upset that you got rejected because I refused to give you a kiss on the first date or because I was silent when I discovered you were almost my dad's age, that's okay. Have a proper conversation with me about it and say, hey, I'm used to this. And then I can have a conversation and say, no, I'm I'm sorry, I don't kiss on the first date. Or if you say, hey, are you worried about my age? then we can have an adult conversation. Don't be a child and be petty and say these things because you are going to get someone like me who's going to say, you know what, I'm really relieved that you're going back to your old girlfriend. So ladies and gents, if ever somebody tries to do something silly like that to you because they want to cause maximal harm and annoy you and hurt you because their egos are bruised, feel free to use my term of, oh my God, I am so relieved. Thank you. Goodbye. So that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the stories. But I also hope that you learned something. Be safe out there, guys, and see you next time. Next week.